the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. No, this isn't a wildlife sanctuary. You know what we mean. We are the Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Mitch Thomason. The Democrats moving a seat closer to retaining their control of the Senate. Democrat Senator Mark Kelly of Arizona has managed to hold on to his seat, a narrow win over Republican Blake Masters. In the U.S. Senate race in Nevada, Republican Adam Laxalt holds a less than 1,000-vote lead over Democrat Senator Catherine Cortez Masto. The Arizona governor's race still too close to call as the vote count drags on in Arizona. Republican Carrie Lake is trailing Democrat Katie Hobbs by about 30,000 votes. Meanwhile, in Nevada, that state will be getting a Republican governor, Sheriff Joe Lombardo, defeating Democrat incumbent Governor Steve Sisolak. Former President Trump's lawyers have filed a lawsuit hoping to block a subpoena requiring Mr. Trump to testify before the House January 6th committee. This is SRN News. Sloan Martin, Mike Golick Jr., your team for college football Saturday night, powered by Learfield. This weekend, off to Texas, Baylor takes on Kansas State, two teams with identical 6-3 and three records. Yep, uh, Baylor riding high off a great win, Kansas State trying to rebound in maybe the deepest conference in college football, the Big 12. Make sure to join us because Saturday nights are meant to be fun. Catch us right here Saturday at 6 on your home for college football Saturday night, powered by Learfield. Catch all the action at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. The Biz 1440. TV news. It's a love-hate relationship. Well, let's be honest. More hate. We agree. That's why we're different. Salem News Channel has assembled the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. Home to Charlie Kirk, Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and more. There's finally a place on TV for lovers of freedom like you. Watch anytime, on any screen, free, 24-7. Find what you're looking for at snc.tv. That's snc.tv. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan, double MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 888-SHARE-19. That's 888-SHARE-19. 888-SHARE-19. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Yes! 
Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for uh, listening today. Uh, just uh, give us some uh, coming attractions. Uh, don't want to forget uh, uh, the Bison uh, Radio Network here on, uh, on 1440 coming up uh, at 1 o'clock, uh, the game against, at Southern Illinois. Uh, if I remember right, the Salukis, uh, the, uh, t- the, the team name down there. Uh, I once interviewed for a job at uh, Southern Illinois, and I had to learn what a Saluki was. Um, that was a long time ago. Uh, they whooped it up over Western Illinois uh, last week, fifty-six seventeen. So we're game times at one o'clock right here on on the Biz fourteen forty. It is my pleasure to welcome to the show now um from the restore us institute at restoreusinstitute.org scott cleland uh joining us now scott did i pronounce your last name right yes ah beautiful thank you thank you for joining us on the show today scott uh the the restorist you bet uh so you're here to talk about uh on the harms that uh that uh the internet can bring to families really uh, if I if, if to put it in a nutshell, um, if I if, is my nutshell right, and if so, can you or could you just expand on what do you see as being the problem that the Restorus Institute's trying to address? Um, well, out there, most Americans are endangered by out of control um, internet policies that allow unaccountability and that you know create all of the problems. And what we Restorus Institute dot uh, org we exist to restore constitutional accountability and authority to the U.S. Internet in order to protect people from online harms and crimes. That's okay, war about. so that that's a good that's a good that's a that I liked it that was succinct. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, so if we, so, you say a con, you know restore constitutional authority. Um, you seem to the, the website seems to focus on on the mid 1990s. I just want to be sure that I understand yes. that at some point there you think that that something went wrong. Can you define what went wrong at that time? Absolutely. Um, we know the internet um, was subject to the Constitution in 1991 to 95 when nobody except the early adopters knew what it was, and that's because there are court cases that were adjudicated and enforced. So obviously the Constitution worked. Um, because those things happened there. Then in 1996, the Telecom Act passed, and that was to um, promote competition over monopoly. Great uh, um, legislation. It was important to pass. And part of it had uh, introduced the Internet. And at that time, it's very important that people understand, the Internet was used by a few percent of Americans um, for 30 minutes a month. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. you know, a day, like one minute a day. So the internet wasn't really anything back then. One senator uh, had ever, you know, used it or heard of it at that time. What they did at that time, though, everybody was so excited. They wanted, you know, they were intoxicated with this new 
thing, the Internet, and they created what I call an absence of government policy. Congress basically said that is um, the Internet and interactive services should be unfettered by federal and um, federal and state regulation. That was interpreted by the courts and others as an absence of government. Then uh, the executive branch a year later created um, self-regulated global e-commerce. And then uh, um, the Supreme Court case, and that reinforced kind of the Wild West Internet policy. Um, The executive branch was following the lead of Congress. And then uh, the Supreme Court uh, knocked down uh, um, a provision. The only law, Section 230, which people have heard about in the free speech world, um, was also um, done there. And they basically, the one precedent we have from the Supreme Court created de facto free speech absolutism. Whereas, you know, off, you know, on the Internet, there, you know, free, there are certain things you can't do. You don't have free speech. You can't incite. You can't make a joke about a, um, a terrorist on a, on a plane. Mm-hmm. There are, mm-hmm. you know, there's about nine categories, you know, perjury. You can't um, uh, fighting words. So it isn't like um, in the real world there's free speech absolutism, isn't, but they did do it for the Internet. So, so, so let me let me be, let me focus in because you did mention Section two thirty, uh, the, 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 which yeah. uh, includes what's called I've called the twenty four words that made the internet. Right, um, is is a phrase I hear from from some folks about about that particular piece. Is 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 your work, Scott Cleland, really about trying to get Section two thirty changed, or is there a broader concern that you have? Thank you for asking it in that way. Much broader, because it isn't like we don't care about free speech or that Section 230 isn't important. But the problem right now is, as you know, that um, provision, Section 230, is so polarized where the right views um, what's happening with social media and Section 230 and moderating content as censorship. The left looks at the same thing and they see misinformation or disinformation. Both sides are completely polarized. They're scratching each other's eyes out. They're, almost all their fundraising comes online, so they fight over it there. And big tech is laughing their way to the bank. They're making some of the most profitable stuff they do, and they have both sides completely polarized and not working together. And what we're about, we don't need to be the 10,000th voice about that issue where they're fighting over free speech in that way. It, everybody's covering it. Um, we care about it, but other people can do it. We're working on something no one else is. And I will tell you that you know, less than 5%, um, it's probably 1% of Internet problems are related to free speech. But that one law gets everybody looking at, you know, it, it basically puts the whole world of the Internet through a straw. And what we do is we're focused on the 99% or the 95%, however you want to quibble, of all the internet problems out there that are not being addressed by anybody. And now the, I want to say individually, all of those problems that I just mentioned holistically are getting addressed, but they're being done one off. What makes us unique is we know what our research over years of research figured out that the root cause of all internet problems is the fact that the United States basically um, forfeited, surrendered sovereignty, it abdicated authority, it meant no rule of law, no bill of rights, no duty of care, you know, 
no, no limited government on, on the Internet. And obviously we all know that, you know, when there is um, you know, no one there, like if you know there's a place where there's no police or a road that there's never any risk, people break the law. It's, you know, uh, human nature, and that's what happens. And so we know that if you know the cause of the big problem, you know the cure. And how it, how it happened is we took the constitutional authority. And remember, the Constitution is the authority for everything international for America in rule, international rule of law and everything in the United States that relates to government or law enforcement or anything is based on constitutional authority. And we took it away. And what we're recommending is if you want to make the world a better place, restore constitutional authority over the U.S. Internet. Okay, so if we did that, what? So I'm trying to get a grip on what it's going to look like because you just because sure. you've been very clear, and I really appreciate that you've been clear about this because I first read this and my first reaction was, "Oh, this is one of these groups that wants to change Section 230." And you've been very clear, no, 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 that is like a very, very small part of the problem, right? So, so, so I appreciate that very much. Now, what I so what I'm trying to get at then is, so then what would we do? I, is it you said 91 to 95 was a pretty good time. I, I'm one of that group that was on the Internet more than more than the average person back in the early 1990s because I, I, I used to be a director of academic computing way back in, this is, yeah, 1993 to 1995 out, in, out on the West Coast mm-hmm. at, a, at a small college. And we had people on the Internet, and we had, we had a lot of concern about our students, okay, our college students, you know, chatting in spaces that we thought were just simply, if her parents know that their kids are in this space and we're not doing something about this, we might be liable. We, as a college, might be liable for that. And so having to think about, do we put up filters? Do we just block, you know, could we block certain addresses and, and so forth? I don't remember that period as being all that fantastic, Scott. To be honest with you, uh, but 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 uh, but but that might have just been you know you know where you stand depends on where you sit. Where I sat back then, it wasn't fun. But I will say, so what would you like to do? Would you like to get rid of the whole Communications Act of '96? Do you or no, no, is no, there no. a tweak we need? Oh no, I. I well, I don't think so. I don't think that's what you mean, but but that's what someone could exaggerate. So let's get down to what would you like to see happen? And let, in order uh, to talk about the solution, the solution has to address the, uh, the problem. And in this case, um, we did something that was very radical. And the thing is, it was a bipartisan decision. Both um, both parties for a long time. So look, look, for five administrations, 13 Congresses and 17 Supreme Court justices have neglected to protect the American people um, from online harms and crimes for 26 years. So it isn't like this isn't something that they, they they've they've done and that it's a big deal. What we're basically saying and, and no, everybody else knows there's problems, you know, the tech lash. People are complaining about mm-hmm. privacy or about antitrust, all, all that stuff. Let's be really clear here and really simple. What we did as a nation had never been done before. So look at it as, you know, when they had that policy and they basically said this new space, this cyberspace, the government is not going to play a role in it. And 
then when everyone uses, does everything everywhere over the internet, that becomes a real problem because it's no longer a separate space. It is essentially what we do on an everyday life. And so if you want to solve a problem like that, where now today, we, everybody knows the internet's not a different place. We, you know, we go to our phone or we go to our laptop and it's instantaneous. It's like electricity. It just happens. And so um, what we're saying is if you restore constitutional um, authority, then that undoes what had been done. And basically, same rules. This is a simple answer. Same rules, same rights, offline, online. Equal protection under the law, whether you're here or whether you're there. If it's illegal offline, it's illegal online. Now, King, you and I, let's just do an experiment for, our, uh, for your listeners, is mm-hmm. if you and I do something um, illegal offline, the cops can and will come after us. So you put a hit right. job out or if you're defrauding or whatever the crime is you and I decide to do. If it's offline, um, we're subject to rule of law and the cops sh- should come and get us. The thing is, is online, what we've done is then if we happen to be in the same room and we did it over the phone uh, or over our smartphone or over a laptop, technically, jurisdictionally, then you and I could get away with that same crime. That's insanity. And so the point what we're making here is, look, everybody um, bleeds, bruises, and dies the same way. No, wait, wait a minute. Why would I say dies the same do you know 100,000 Americans died last year from fentanyl poisoning? Where do they tend to get it at one point in the process? Online, and that's because 97% of the far- online pharmacies are illegal. And so, you know, a lot of people are dying. So it's a very simple solution. And um, basically what we're trying to do is um, restore rule of law, rights, and a duty of care. Okay, Scott, I have to I have to take a break right here. I'll be right. We'll be right back to talk with you some more. We're talking with Scott Cleland from the Restorus Institute. Restorusinstitute.org is their website. We'll be right back here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Stock market have you nervous with massive fluctuations? With the impact of inflation, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. But with Vantage Point, you won't have to guess. Text money to 813-813 to find out how you can forecast market trend changes with up to 87.4% proven accuracy. That's right, 87.4%. Text money to 813-813 and find the consistency and confidence you've been looking for in your trading. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. No more guessing when to get in or out of a 
trade. Text the word money to 813-813. We'll send you a link to our free live training. Protect your hard-earned capital with Vantage Point. Text money to 813-813. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting in, you agree to the terms available at vantagepointsoftware.com slash disclaimer and consent to receive calls and text using automated technology or pre-recorded voice about offers or info by or on behalf of Vantage Point. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text money to 813-813. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new wet technology water softener. Do it right the first time. Contact Commerce.com. Welcome back. King Bangin Show on the Biz 1440, visiting with uh, Scott Cleland, um, founder, executive director of the Restore Us Institute, which is a nonpartisan research and education program uh, that is trying to restore U.S. constitutional accountability to the U.S. Internet uh, to protect people from online harms and crimes. Scott, I'm reading that from... uh, your your own webpage at scottcleland.com and and thank you again for joining us today. So you've been working in this space for a very very long time as I read through this. We I yeah. I thought you were a much younger guy. I'm sorry. I just went and looked after looking say I'm like he's he's not he's not much he's not much younger than me. He's a little younger. You got a good picture by the way. Your picture makes you look much younger than me. But but anyway, Scott, I I just say um I I mean I'm so I mean, I so what I've been trying to do is trying to pin, you know, I've, I've been trying to sort of focus on on what are the solutions that if you were okay. So I used to be a state legislator, Scott, um, uh-huh. just for two years. Okay, I, I consider myself a recovering politician, um, and I'm thinking to myself, if I was sitting in a, if I was sitting in my in my office at the at the legislature or, or in Congress. I can imagine it never done it. 
um, and you were to come in and I said, you got five minutes. Tell me what bill you would like me to carry. What would you what would you say? Um, well, remember, we're a 501c3, so we can't do um, go in and, and tell them to do a specific. OK, fair enough. A specific, yep. But, but I, I got I got you. Okay. So in this. I mean, the, the the offending provision is is that the internet should be unfettered by federal and state regulation. That is part of the policy statement of Section 230. Um, that you know, they made it clear there. They made it clear in the framework for electronic commerce in the executive branch, and they made it clear in um, in a uh, Supreme Court precedent. So, in those three of those areas, what needs to be done is right now the default is that. The Internet is hands off. It is the Wild West. The government's not engaged. And that is the um, the it's approved anarchy on autopilot. All we're saying and that, that I mean, it could be done in a lot of different ways. But um, what we're suggesting is just a, just plain language is the Internet is not a different place. It is integrated fully in everybody's life, work and play. And um, the Constitution of the United States applies to it. And as you know, every um, uh, person in the government, and whether it be lawyers or um, uh, law enforcement, uh, military, everybody in government, about 30 to 40 million Americans who have sworn an oath to support and defend the Constitution from all um, enemies, foreign and domestic. So essentially, Mm -hmm. we're asking for them to do their sworn oath and to correct a problem and to make clear, however they want to make it clear, of uh, you know, taking out the language that the Internet should be unfettered and replacing it with it should be subject to the same rule of law, rights, and duty of care that civil law and everybody else has to abide by. So it's okay. a very simple thing that needs to be done. That also needs to be done in an executive order. It could be said that way. You could come up your way of saying it. And then the, um, the Supreme Court at some point hopefully one of these Section 230 um, precedents, they will step up and uh, um, make clear that the Constitution of the United States was not abdicated, even though that's what the, uh, the unwitting uh, result of their activity has been over the years. So does that help, okay, to so help you? It does. So let me, let's, let me walk through. I've, I've been trying to concoct a hypothetical, and I, I, maybe this works, all right? So let's think about the, like one of the very worst things you could imagine, right? My my adult child um, acquires fentanyl. Uh, it gets delivered in a package. Let's say it's delivered by by one of the carriers, uh, and I don't want to name one because I don't want I don't. I, my brother works for one of them, so I actually don't want to name one. But they found it through the internet, okay? And they found it. Let's yep. say. In a, let's let's suppose even more that they found it in a Facebook group, okay? They found it through Facebook. They found a place to acquire fentanyl. They get the fentanyl. It's delivered to them through uh, a through a, 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 a ground transportation carrier, a common carrier, and and then my child takes it and dies from it. Okay, awful. Now, in in the world you and I live in, as I think of constitutional authority, we would think that that there's liability to be to be shared, not just from the producer, but and we'll imagine that the producer lives in another country, right? So we've got international law that can deal with that, right? We have laws that deal with the post office specifically, 
in terms of the post office has regulations in place to, to try to reduce the amount of fentanyl that can be delivered through the postal service, right? If this other carrier doesn't have those kinds of things, right, we can sue them. I, as the parent of, that, of my now dead child, could sue them, right? for delivering mm-hmm. fentanyl to my to my child. I could. I don't know that I'd win or not. Okay, it depends on depends on the circumstances of the case. But but I at least would have the ability to sue. As I understand what you're saying, Scott, what you're telling me is I have no recourse versus Facebook because of the because of this law. Is it, do I understand that right? Yes. Yes, then let me you know, I wanted to let you play out what you were talking about. Is it okay. every stage where you're where you mentioned what this policy has done is, you know, it, it takes the, um, the post, post office, uh, postal services hands and constricts them, uh, whether it's the pharmacy. What it is is everybody knows that on the Internet uh, that they try – there's only one law, and it's basically for defamation, that everybody then tries to go and, 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 and get some recourse. Well, big tech has been brilliant in basically – if you wanted to go to court, um, you're basically not going to get heard because the way the precedents have been set, because they look at, you know, you know, they look back and said, well, the policy is, is that the government's not supposed to play here. So they just what they've done is you can't even get past uh, discovery. You can't even get discovery. They have a summary judgment issue right now where if yeah. you went on this thing, you don't have your normal rights. You don't have the um, recourse or access to justice because you might have a great case that they're saying, hey, well, you know, the precedent's here in this case. It, it, it doesn't work. And, uh, you know, uh, for example, uh, if you're a victim of fraud, a friend who lost $150,000 and went to the cops and said, please, you know, can you help us? And said, boy, we'd like to. And But, you know, the, uh, the, the locals in the state, we've been preempted by the feds and the FBI handles that. And then you go to the FBI like they told you to, and the FBI says, I'm sorry, you know, if you haven't lost a million dollars, we can't help you. So mm-hmm. the court case that you're – like you just described, and I've talked to people who've lost their, um, their, their loved ones through fentanyl, and it usually happens in different ways. But the same thing always comes back is a Wild West Internet has been um, one of the large enabling forces that let it happen. And, you know, it's nuts out there that there are 35,000 pharmacies uh, that are illegal out there that Americans can use. And 100,000 people died last year. And we, in our current policy, prevents us from doing a good job to protect those people. So remember, what we're um, we have uh, as a nation unwittingly, basically, through the Internet, because when we first saw it, we didn't know that it was going to be for everything and, you know, affect everything. And so, um, you know, we set for the time because we wanted to promote the Internet adoption. We wanted to promote the infrastructure that was done in five to ten years. Having it be the only um, policy for, for the Internet for everything we do is mindless madness, we call it. And so, um what we need to do is restore a um, the sanity and the authority and the accountability of saying, in the past, people have interpreted it as, you know, um, the government didn't get involved in lo- rule of law and your rights didn't count and you're uh, in duty of care. You didn't have a right to private action to sue. 
Well, that's what we've been living under now for 25 years. What we're saying at Restore Us Institute is that's terrible. There, there was no consent of the governed, and it's supposed to be we the people, and the whole purpose of government is to protect the people. And we could talk, but we can talk about how, it, how it's harmed on national security, on public safety, on police, on courts, anything you want to talk about in the economy. This policy applies to everything. Yet the only thing that people are fighting about right now is how it affects the free speech of celebrities and um, politicians in Washington and some Americans. And that is the focus of all Internet attention. And what we're saying is the real game is the other 95, 99 percent of all the problems that are truly hurting are either ruining people's financial lives, killing people or um, being different kinds of cyber crime, all we can go through all the different problems. And what we're saying is it doesn't need to be that way. It was really kind of no. a mistake that's been allowed to run on autopilot. Yeah, I think, and I think that's the, uh, so I think that, and, and I, I've got to run, but I got, I just going to make this last point first. If you got a couple extra minutes for me, um, it's, uh, it is, I think imperative to understand that, that, that yeah, there is much more to. I mean, people are, gonna, are interpreting this through this through the the free speech mechanism, and and I'm like, and, and as I read your website, I'm like, that's not what they're talking about. That it's actually not what they're talking about. I think about the fact that that I benefit from being able to use the tool of the internet, for example, to keep in that same sort of example, the ability for me to find prescription drugs from Canada to be sent to me here in Minnesota. I'm able to benefit from that, and I think that's I, I and so I kind of like the ability to get drugs to the internet. But then I have to remember, oh yeah, there's the fentanyl problem, which is huge, and how do we deal with this? The way I think, and the, the what I was trying to get at with with my example was, we've abrogated. I'm trying to think about your 91 to 95, why that was a better better period, because liability rules applied across yes. the internet back then and now we've and, and your your statement and i'm persuaded that this might be true that this is probably true that that liability rules as apply to us in 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 real life in the physical space are not applying to us on the internet and 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 i think to myself if that's what that rule does why did we do that that doesn't necessarily make a whole lot of sense to me either so, I mean, I'm more persuaded by this than I was 30 minutes ago. So good job for you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you. that. Yeah, thank you so much uh, for your time today, uh, Scott. And again, restoresinstitute.org is how you can find out more about Scott's work. And we appreciate that. Scott, have a great day. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me, King. You bet. Uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 
To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Wally Langfellow and Eric Nelson from Minnesota Score Radio's 10,000 Takes, talking about Minnesota's 10,000 losing teams. Wild Wolves, Gophers, Twins, Vikings, you name it, we'll cover it. Will any team step up and give Minnesota's long-suffering fans something to cheer about? If they do, we'll tell you about it on 10,000 Takes. 10,000 Takes, weeknights at 5, here on the Biz 1440. Twin Cities Business Radio. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70 percent of the more than half a million people who have tried relief factor end up ordering more that's because it works for them the way it works for me isn't it time for you to get out of pain your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only 19.95 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer that's relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief feel the difference My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Your children and grandchildren are inheriting a world that's more upside down than ever before. They'll need extraordinary skills to make a positive impact. A Christian education will give them the solid foundation they need to not only endure, but thrive. And that education is available for half off their first year through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. To see our full list of participating schools and to see if the half-off tuitions program is a good fit for your family, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Well, I would say it's good to be here, but it's a you know concerning day, Andrew, uh, and there's a lot of distress in the markets, and a lot of my friends think it's the worst week in crypto in cryptocurrency history. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440s. Uh, thanks again to Scott Cleland uh, for spending time with us. And if we're going to be talking about harms of the Internet, seems to relate to this, is, uh, is what happened in uh, the crypto world this week. Very odd stuff. And we slightly touched on this uh, during the show, at the end of the show last week, because the news was just beginning to break at that moment of issues with... Uh, FTX, which is a crypto exchange, uh, and run by a fellow named uh, run by a fellow named uh, Sam Bankman Fried. SBF is the initials, and apparently we were joking before the show today. To be uh, in the in the crypto space, maybe you need to be able to go by initials, and I I'm just not with that. I 
I don't want to be called KB. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. I, I, besides the fact that it means kilobyte um, in my world, uh, it is just. Uh, it's just a strange. It's just a, a strange thing. Um, I've I've never liked it. Uh, but my uh, my attempt to understand what's been happening through this week has been very interesting. So that's, that piece you heard as we came in was Anthony Scaramucci. Uh, yes, the guy who was about for, what, uh, 10 days uh, or nine days was the uh, was chief of staff or was he spokesman for uh, President Trump? I think he was the uh, press secretary for, uh, for uh, President Trump. And, um, and he lasted barely a week, uh, a little more than a week. Um, very interesting because he is actually someone who has been heavily involved in crypto, um, through his life, through, through, through his career, uh, and indeed has been in the past a business partner of Sam Bankman Freed. So FTX is the exchange that, that, uh, Sam Bankman Freed operates. And, and to remind you, right, the exchange is simply, the place where you can go and and they can keep your crypto for you, right? And they hold on to it. So it's like where you go to bank your crypto. And I use that term, bank your crypto, advisedly. And I know I'll get pushback from some people. Well, they're not banks. And it's like, I get that. But basically, you're asking them to hold on to your crypto and hold it for you rather than you having to hold it in some other way that is more difficult, more expensive. We all know the stories of the people who have lost their crypto because they lost their private key. You don't have that issue. You, you shouldn't have that issue when you use an exchange as a place to store your crypto. And you can use it to exchange your crypto for other crypto. You can exchange your you can exchange uh, uh, fiat currency for crypto. You can do you can do all kinds of things like that. Sam Bankman-Fried is got two other major parts of work he does. One, effective altruism, is a is a project that he and others, and there are many of them in the crypto space doing so, which are in essence trying to donate money that they that they have earned, and I'm using the air quotes you can't see on radio. They have earned to support projects that they believe are altruistic, but also are really effective in helping the targets of the altruism. And so they run kind of experiments. And there are lots of people in this EA space. And Sam Bankman-Fried is one of the big ones in this area. The other thing he does, which is, I think, also quite interesting, is, is he runs a research company, something called Alameda Research. It's a research outfit. And what's interesting about Alameda Research is it comes in here a little bit in, in trying to describe what happens. So here's what happens. Okay, S- Sam Bankman-Fried has an exchange. It has its own cryptocurrency called FTT. Okay, I don't know what the letters stand for, and I'm not bothering to look it up because it looks like it's going to go away, along with a lot of others. FTT is there. So he apparently over last weekend, people were selling FTT and driving its price down, which for you in an exchange shouldn't really matter 
But it turns out it was mattering to him. He was having to find ways to pay redemptions. People were selling FTT and trying to take fiat, I assume dollars. I don't know. I, I haven't seen any reporting that they were taking any other currency, any other fiat currency. But they were taking dollars out for their FTT. And so he had to raise money and he needed help. And so he contacts a guy named uh, uh, Changpeng Zhao. Okay, his initials, CZ, are much easier to pronounce than his name. And he's the guy that runs Binance. Binance is an exchange. Binance also has 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 its own currency, uh, uh, BTT. Uh, and 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 they have a currency. And and apparently in the past, these two guys have worked together. So so sometime over the weekend, it gets announced that CZ is going to buy up, uh, is going to buy FTX. He's going or, or not buy, but actually going to invest. And I think it would have been eventually a takeover. Binance would have acquired FTX, the exchange, and then FTT just runs runs in the background. He then decides a few after looking at the books for a day on Tuesday or Wednesday, says I don't think I actually don't think I'm going to do it. There actually was Friday morning posted this very short short video of him in Indonesia trying to explain why he bailed out on saving uh, FTX. Let's play this cut number twelve. From our perspective, the deal, never, the deal did not make sense from a number of uh, fronts. From a financial perspective, it's, it's a big hole. Uh, from, use, from new users, FTX, we have very high overlap. We, they, we cover all the regions they cover, uh, and they have much less users than us. Um, from a technology or product perspective, uh, I think we have a superior product. They don't have anything that we don't have. So our original intention was to let's save the users. Um, but then the news of um, uh, misappropriating user funds and especially U.S. regulatory agencies' investigations, we're like, okay, we can't touch that anymore. So what it looked like, it was just a liquidity crisis. And this is what happens in banking all over, right? If a bank runs into a liquidity crisis, it can't convert its assets to cash to meet withdrawal demand fast enough, what they do, what often happens is a company goes to another company and says, I can't pay my, I can't pay my depositors. Uh, I need, I need to exit the, I need to exit this position. Can you buy me up? And they take a loss uh, and the loss is going to be pretty substantial. Binance was going to be the, the white knight that comes in to save FTX when it decides to bail yesterday morning, Friday morning, um, uh, after spending another couple days trying to find alternatives, um, they file for bankruptcy. Uh, and this is where Scaramucci enters the picture. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to take my break here. So we're going to tell you what happens with Scaramucci uh, after this message here coming up on the King Bang Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Akal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member of... And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com Are you looking for a unique Christmas gift that will keep on giving? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer Wayne Moran for a special half-price lesson offer. Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. Better images. Regular price for this five-lesson package is $500, now just $250. Only five of these special offers are available, so call the station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413. Listen to the King Banyan Show Saturday mornings at 9 here on the Biz 1440. It's the latest economic news, trade information, your monthly jobs report, and much more. Join us this Saturday morning live on the Biz 1440. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. You're telling me that you didn't know that guitar lick was coming right there? Well, actually, that that was probably a keyboard, but anyway. You know what I mean. I've heard most of these. I just couldn't tell you who sings it or what, but I'm liking the playlist I've put together now. I might be listening after the show. Yeah, absolutely. Goes up on Spotify, right? That is true. All right. Well, you know what? We'll snap this one out after the show today. Uh, good stuff. Anyway, let's get to this. Let's. I got to play this because we we this was this was mind blowing, and I just sort of stumbled over this this interview that uh, Anthony Scaramucci did on uh, on on CNBC yesterday. 
um, while I was looking for other things. I was looking for stuff about inflation. I saw this, and I don't even know why I clicked it, but it mentioned it mentioned uh, FTX, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what, what's Scaramucci's connection. Well, it turns out he sold some of his business to them, and he's a he's a friend of um, of uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. So I'm let's play. I'm going to play all three cuts of this again. I'll play this first cut a second time. This is after he's introduced. He's, they say, good morning, Anthony. He says this, cut number nine. Well, I would say it's good to be here, but it's a you know concerning day, Andrew. Uh, and there's a lot of distress in the markets. And a lot of my friends think it's the worst week in crypto, in cryptocurrency history. That's saying a lot, you would think, right? That's saying a lot. And it makes me think that, you know, other shoes are still to drop. And... Scaramucci actually turns out to have gone to visit Bankman-Fried this week. The entire company, the entire organization is run out of a penthouse apartment in the Bahamas, in a, you know, the penthouse apartment on top of a hotel in, in, in Nassau. And, um, and so he goes there and, and talks, talks about visiting uh, Bankman-Fried. Cut number 10. When the crisis hit over the weekend, uh, I made a unilateral decision to fly down to the Bahamas on Tuesday uh, in the spirit of helping. And so you, you caught what Brian was saying there. Uh, the original idea was this is a rescue finance situation. Uh, and could we somehow help, uh, which would obviously help the entire industry. And then when I got to the Bahamas, it became clear, at least from some of the people that worked on the legal team, Uh, and the compliance team that perhaps there was more going on than it being a rescue situation. It's the exact same thing that uh, 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 CZ, uh, Chengpeng Zhao from Binance, says. Well, we thought we were just bailing them out, but, oh, dear, there's something really more here, and we're just going to run away. We're just going to run away from this. Um, right, right away. So Scaramucci says, well, you can hear what he says next. Cut number 11. So when I left the Bahamas in the afternoon, I was actually distressed. I don't want to call it fraud at this moment because that's actually a legal term uh, and none of us know. Uh, and we have to leave it up to the regulators. And we also have to give people, everybody, a presumption of innocence. Uh, but I have to tell you, I'm distressed about it. I don't like it for the industry. And I would implore Sam and his family. Uh, he has two wonderful parents, uh, uh, Joe Bankman and Barbara Freed. I would implore them to tell the truth to their investors, get to the bottom of it, stop 22 tweets, uh, but get, their, inf- get themselves in front of a regulator and explain exactly what happened. Uh, and if there was fraud, let's clean it up to the extent possible and repair the accounts at FTX. So as a reminder, FTX was the, the, the crypto exchange that was involved in helping uh, create the uh, crypto donations that were going to help Ukraine because you couldn't send cash to them. But, but you know, and this is, gets back to our interview with Scott Cleland. It's like if you're going to regulate the Internet, you don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, right? We actually had We actually had the ability to get money to... Ukraine to the government and to individuals. Remember, there were people renting renting Airbnb on Airbnb were renting their houses that were bombed out 
to people in the West in return for money that would then reach the family that had lost the house. Right? All of that is made possible by the Internet. Right? So good things and bad things happen, but in this particular case, uh, we may have in fact had fraud because it's being reported that a lot of the money that was in customers' accounts had been had been taken and then transferred, loaned out to to uh, Alameda Research, which meant Bankman Freed was loaning money from one of his companies to another one of his companies after telling the people in the company in the exchange, telling customers, "Your money's safe. We've got it. We got a dollar for a dollar." The lack of transparency is a significant problem in this area. There's a, there is a significant, you know, it is difficult for you to see the balance sheet of the exchange on which you have stored your money. Now, one solution to that is simply don't use an exchange. Keep it yourself. Put it, on, put it on, in cold storage, which means basically a USB drive um, it, that you have for yourself or, or some other way. But regardless of what you choose to do with it, if you trusted money with a bank... There has to be regulation of a bank. If you decide to trust your money with a crypto exchange and there's no regulation of the exchange, caveat emptor, right? That's what the that's what the rules are. Caveat emptor. Look out for yourself. Good luck with that. We're going to report more on this because I'm telling you this story has many more times to times to go. So we'll be back next week to talk about it. Daniel, thank you so much. Again, thanks to Scott Cleland for being on the show. And thank you for listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and the state. Are you looking for a unique Christmas gift that will keep on giving? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer Wayne Moran for a special half-price lesson offer. Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. Regular price for this five-lesson package is $500, now just $250. Only five of these special offers are available, so call the station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413. It's not over. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. I'm Marian Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Our messages feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy assistance. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. Please find us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late inning rally? 
a game-winning shot, a photo finish. Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Business and investing talk each. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.